Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to Good for a Weekend, the podcast where two friends talk about Taylor Swift. I'm Cressy. And I'm Allie. And today we have a very special episode <laughs> about something the internet calls Tay Voodoo. And Allie has no idea what it is. So just for you listeners, Cressy is going to try to explain this to me. Yes. Are you ready, Allie? Uh, I don't know. I'm a little scared, but sure. Let's go. Okay. That is quite <laughs> scary. Oh, God. So let's start with the Urban Dictionary definition of te voodoo. Okay. It is a verb, and it is a sudden wave of karma resulting in crippling of mental slash physical health or sudden drop in popularity slash fame. Cause... Attacking slash feuding the 10-time Grammy winner, Taylor <laughs> Swift. Symptoms include previously mentioned crippling of mental slash physical health, diminishing professional success, okay. bags stopped, comments flooded, your name trending on Twitter, along with hashtag your name is over party, irrelevance. Victims include Kanye West, Katy Perry, Kim Kardashian, Snapchat, Justin Bieber, <laughs> Calvin Harris, and many others. Wow. Solutions, death. <laughs> That's the, that's the full definition. That's so creepy. So how are you so far? How are you how are you feeling on that? Solutions death, that's the only way out. That's how the entry ends. Oh my god. I thought it was going to be something with Illuminati. I did not know. No, it's somehow worse. Oh my god. So fortunately, Paper Magazine wrote an article about this like a week ago actually, very recent. But before I get into that, Allie, I want to send you some photos. Oh, no. And then I would like you to describe them for the people listening. Oh, my God. I would like for you to describe them all. (laughs) I sent five. Okay. (laughs) So, listeners, the first one is Taylor Swift in complete black and white. And she has a creepy star on her forehead in the shape with a circle around it. So a creepy star on her forehead with a circle around it. And her eyes are completely black. So (laughs) she's also wearing a dark lipstick and kind of smirking. She looks like a demon. She looks like one of those, like, honestly, like one of those creepy kids from a horror movie. I don't know why it looks like a kid, but it does. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. This second. Um, Oh, God. This is going to be on our Instagram feed. (laughs) I've already done a mock-up, and the first picture is, like, a warning. Like, swipe at your own risk. <laughs> so, people, you don't have to see it if you don't want to. Um. Okay, so the second one, this time her eyes are not black. They're completely white. And she has an upside-down cross on her nose. And the black lipstick is still present. <laughs> it's really creepy. Very, uh, sacrilegious. Um... Oh, God. The third. They keep getting worse. Yeah, was this, like, strategically sent in a specific order? No. (laughs) This is just how they happened. Uh, What is covering her mouth? 
this time, it's like a demon mouth. Yeah, is that like her mouth? Her mouth is just completely black. It kind of honestly looks like the Joker in a way, but like bigger and scarier. Um, she has a star over her left eye. Her eyes are even more black than the first picture. And that's a, a pentagram. Oh, the star thing? Yeah, that's what that's called. Okay. So the pentagram is, first and foremost, it began as a Christian symbol. Oh. To kind of protect from evil and whatnot. But it has since been adopted as a symbol of faith by many Wiccans. Oh. And it is thought to have magical associations, and many people who practice pagan faiths wear jewelry with this symbol. And I'm just reading the Wikipedia page. It could be all wrong. Sorry oh. to offend any witches if I said that incorrectly. Now I am kind of thinking of the star in a circle, like, necklace. But you know, they have been calling Taylor a forest witch now ever since folklore. So True. So it's kind of fitting. This is right on time. Picture four. It's hot in here. Oh, God. This one's a little bit tamer. Yeah. Her eyes are only red in this one. I feel like, is this like a recent picture? I think it's like when she's in the colorful blazer outfit. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't even believe I recognize that. Tay Voodoo is very recent. Oh, really? Okay. So her eyes are completely red in this one. It's um, black and white, and she has creepy... Rams, I believe is the name of the animal. Cressy, can you confirm that looks animal? like a ram to me? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, like it ram. has to do something with the devil again, but yeah, I don't know. Is, I don't know if rams have a specific or a specific a specific <laughs> uh, devil association. She also has the pentagram on her chest this time. Let me zoom in on some of these symbols behind her. This one's kind of more Illuminati-esque. Yeah, well, honestly, oh my god, she has, I just realized she has the ram also on her forehead. That has to be symbolic of something devilish. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> Last one, it's a tweet. With a bunch of, um, I guess I really, I want to say like tribal letters, but I don't even think that's correct. I think it's something spookier than that, perhaps. It says Amharic. Oh, what is Amharic? See, it says translated from Amharic by Google. I don't oh. know what Amharic is, though. Oh, okay. So here's the translation. Anyone who comes after the Queen of Darkness, Taylor Swift, will die alone and burn forever. They are filled with your dark fears and demons. You will never be happy and well again. Whew. So let's check back in. How are you feeling now, Allie? Um, I'm very sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> It's very hot in here. I'm a little afraid of Taylor, like a little afraid of if we say something wrong on the podcast. Like, I'm a little afraid of Tay Voodoo at this point. Tay Voodoo's gonna get you? I'm still a little confused on how Tay Voodoo is a verb. Would the sentence be, Taylor Swift you, or, <laughs> Taylor Swift Tay Voodoo you'd? Or, <laughs> am I speaking English? Taylor Swift Tay Voodoo'd that bitch. Would that be, like, the way you use it? So in the Urban Dictionary's definition, it does say that it's a verb, but in real examples that I've seen on Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram, it's been used like Tay Voodoo's power, oh. you know, like more of a noun, I guess. I think it's definitely more of a noun, so I'm interested why it was yeah. placed as a verb that's even more yeah. creepy. But there's only one entry for 
Te Voodoo on Urban Dictionary, and this was the one. So there might be more to come. This is very new. (laughs) When did you first see Te Voodoo online? So I saw it on our Twitter account because we only follow Taylor fans on there, and a lot of them are pretty young. I'm assuming (laughs) they're probably around, like, 14, 15, and, you know, they – they tweet like a 14, 15 year old. And it's kind of fun to scroll yeah. on there sometimes because it'll be like dramatic tweets about Taylor Swift. Oh, I love it. And then also like, oh my God, I have to finish my homework. You know, oh. like, just They're just live tweeting everything that yeah. they do. And I, I really love that because I feel like I totally was like that. <laughs> but I noticed them using that word and I, I didn't look it up. I just kind of it was in the back of my mind. And then almost a few days later, after I first saw it, I saw the article by Paper Magazine. Oh. To go over. Okay. So are right. you ready for an actual, like, journalist's <laughs> research yes. on this phenomenon? Please give me something that makes me feel more sane right now, because I'm very scared of Taylor. Before I began, I just want to quote Taylor Swift. The world moves on another day, another drama, drama. But not for me, not for me. All I think about is karma. If the shoe fits. Maybe I got mine, but you'll all get yours. Dot, dot, dot. So Paper Magazine released this article on July 20th, 2020. So only four days before Folklore came out. Isn't that crazy to think? Like, who even knew? This was just four days before that was to come out. And it was written for their Stan Stories section which is a pretty hilarious section on Paper Magazine if you're into checking up on internet culture or you just want an interesting read. It's really (laughs) cool, but I want to read the first paragraph for you, Allie. Okay. Because I feel like it might be able to help you understand, and me, how this might have started. Okay. Maybe how this inspired the first person to use the word to come up with it in their mind. (laughs) The author, Catherine Gillespie, writes, quote, Taylor Swift's ascent to mega fame. She was serendipitously spotted in Nashville's fabled Bluebird Cafe during an open mic night at the age of 15 and has gone on to sell more records than pretty much anyone else in history. Cressy Bunningham, this was also written before folklore. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, continuing. Than pretty much anyone else in history. Has a nice mythology to it. There's something magical about the story of a young girl with big dreams and a talent for diaristic songwriting, making the leap from country radio to billboard pop charts. As many of her passionate stands would have it, there might even be some dot 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 sorcery involved. <laughs> and not just of the Jack Antonoff synth wizard kind, end quote. Wow. I love the descriptors used by this author. <laughs> and I think it's really true because her career is really magical when you think about it just the way it started it's like a story and that she's her own genre pretty much in the music industry like she's unlike anyone else out there right now yeah and just a week later you know she has her (laughs) surprise album that broke a record by being number one on billboard 100 and number one on billboard 200 which is the singles and albums and that's the first time that's ever happened (laughs) And this was written before that, so it's just insane to think about Tay Voodoo's power here and how it got her to that. I would love to see the author's reaction. (laughs) Me too. Me too. So for just a little bit more context, back up a little bit, talk about the photos that Ali described. 
you can see those pictures and the creepy text thing and replies to tweets about Taylor Swift that are not positive. So, for example, there were a few less than perfect reviews on Folklore. You know, not really any bad ones. Just some that were a little bit lower than 100, you know? A little bit smaller than 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5. Like, the person that said that Seven and I think it was Hoax could be cut from the album. Yeah, they were definitely a target of this. <laughs> yeah. And I actually feel really bad for them. So if you find any of those tweets or anyone that has really wronged her and they tweet something that mentions Taylor, you will see all of those pictures, the creepy text, and it's it looks demonic. It looks so scary. <laughs> like, I would be so afraid to know that these 14-year-olds were like, casting spells against me (laughs) because just to sidetrack do you know what all twitter did to get taylor to get number one on cardigan i did see some like pretty legit like planning on the swifties behalf to get her to where she is they got witchy they casted spells they sold (laughs) feet pics They convinced people on Omegle to buy the single. They leaked credit card information. They committed credit card fraud to get Cardigan to number one. So that is how crazy these people are. I now imagine them with the demon pictures (laughs) replying to all of these tweets from these poor writers who are just writing their opinion. Wait, back up, back up. Did you say sold feet pics? (laughs) Yes, 100% it's true. (laughs) The youth of America. Where have they gone wrong? Anyone can be anything, you know? (laughs) I did see there were like two Swifties that got arrested and I texted Cressy and she was like, it's a whole thing. Was this it? That was one of them. Okay. So the first one was an account called Taylor Swift Updates at Legit Tay Updates And they tweeted in 2019, last April, update, as most of you know, I haven't been very active in the past couple of months because I was in prison. (laughs) The slashy sideways face. You know, the one where it's like colon slash. So casual. I'm back now though, smiley face, more Taylor Swift updates coming soon. And someone replied, OMG, why? And legit Tay updates replied, I refuse to join the IDF Israel Defense Forces LMAO. So they refused to join the army, basically, for Israel, and they got arrested. Oh, my God. So I have a Vice article open about this right now, and I didn't see this. This is really funny. But they managed to deliver hot takes. This is how Vice worded it on Taylor Swift while they were there. So there's this picture, and it's a picture of a notebook paper with pen writing on it. (laughs) It says... Update, I'm still in prison, LMAO, but I asked a visiting friend to post this. Can y'all stop making comments on Taylor's body, dot, dot, dot? She'll (laughs) let us know when, if she's pregnant. Calm down. Shout out, because me and Cressy have been so livid about people saying that Taylor Swift is pregnant over folklore. That's another thing for another day. Yeah, that would go on forever. So the second Swifty, this is not confirmed. The second one was an account that tweeted stolen credit card numbers and their information so that people could buy a cardigan to get it to number one. I don't know. But for whatever reason, she spread this. And 
I don't have it open in front of me right now and I don't want to spend a lot of time on it since we don't know if it's true, but this account was really funny. I was like, all right, I'm going to go tell my dad now because they tweeted a screenshot from an email from Amazon that was something along the lines of your account has been linked to fraudulent activity, like the authorities have been notified, which that makes me feel like it's fake because why would a company gives someone a heads up, you know, that no. they're being looked into. So I don't know if that's true. But after the tweet, I was like, I'm going to go tell my dad. She was like, actually, I'm going to wait until tomorrow because he just ordered a few things from the folklore Taylor Swift <laughs> store, some merch for me. So I'm, I'm going to wait until tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God. So these people are uh, very passionate about Taylor Swift. And you can see how Che Voodoo can be pretty scary. So, do you feel slightly more normal for having a Taylor Swift podcast now? Because <laughs> I do. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, there were spells being casted. <laughs> so now I want to give some examples of Tay Voodoo. Okay, I'm ready. So I'll start with the ones that the article used, starting with Kanye West. That's pretty obvious. Yeah. He really has not had a lot of commercial success since 2016 when the whole phone call thing happened. I mean, he's had albums, but they're just not as huge as his previous ones. Yeah. Another one, this one's kind of funny and it's kind of a stretch. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's TikTok, the app. What? That's another victim of Day Voodoo. So you might remember that the song Old Town Road blocked Taylor's first two singles from Lover from reaching number one on Billboard's Hot 100. (laughs) And that was largely due to TikTok's part in making that song so successful and the giant streaming force of nature that it was at the time. Because it was was number one forever, if you remember. Oh, that song never stopped. I heard it everywhere I went. Yeah. And... Actually, like four or five hours ago, CNN posted an article with just an update on Trump trying to take TikTok down. Mm-hmm. He apparently has announced that he's going to ban TikTok unless another company like Microsoft buys it by September 15th this year, what? 2020. So <laughs> TikTok might actually go away unless a giant company like Microsoft buys it. And Microsoft is actually in the in the works of possibly buying it, so that might happen. But it's just wow. really funny to think that Tay Voodoo is taking down TikTok. <laughs> I, yeah, TikTok is a force of nature right now. But Taylor Swift also has Love Story on TikTok right now, and people are going yeah, nuts I saw that. with that remix. Yeah. yeah, so make of that what you will. Another one, Calvin Harris. Pretty obvious. Yeah. He disputed Taylor's co-writing credit for This Is What You Came For, the song with Rihanna. And if y'all remember, he tweeted some things about her. I actually want to read mm-hmm. some of them to oh, remind yeah. y'all of how much he kind of deserves the Tay Voodoo. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't remember what he tweeted, so I'm excited for this. So these are from July 13th, 2016, and it's five tweets. I'm just going to read them really quickly, back to back to back. Starting with the first one, quote, And she sings on a little bit of it, too. Upside down, smiling emoji. Amazing lyric writer, and she smashed it as usual. I wrote the music, produced the song, arranged it, and cut the vocals, though. And initially, she wanted to keep it secret, hence the pseudonym. Niles Seborg, that pseudonym. Mm -hmm. Hurtful to me at this point that her and her team, this should be she and her team, whatever, She's not American. And her team would go so far out of their way to try to make me look bad at this stage, though. And then this emoji with, like, the the fingers on the chin. And it's, like, looking up, kind of confused. 
Oh, what would you call that emoji? You know what I'm talking about, though? I'm, I'm doing it right now. The, the pensive emoji. Yeah, that's a good word. Okay, continuing. I figure if you're happy in your new relationship, you should focus on that instead of trying to tear your ex-BF down for something to do. What? I know you're off tour and you need someone new to try and bury like Katie, etc. <gasps> but I'm not that guy. Sorry, I won't allow it. In string of tweets. So, I mean, he's bringing up her new boyfriend and Katy Perry. And yeah, so. Wait, was the new boyfriend Joe at this point? No, it was definitely Tom Hiddleston. This was Tom. Yeah, this was Tom. Okay, yeah. So, what's going on with Calvin Harris lately? Has he got, has he had any hits? Has he had any number one (laughs) singles? I mean, this is what you came for was kind of one of his last big things. He's kind of like slowly dwindled out of relevancy <laughs> te voodoo right yeah so another person of an example of this that the article used i don't know how i feel about it but i want to remind everyone that te voodoo can affect a person professionally and personally it's not like they're necessarily linked it's just like you do something kind of mean to taylor and for whatever reason like karma comes to you in the future in some way shape or form okay okay Mm -hmm. So they used Casey Musgraves as an example. Wait, what? I didn't know Casey Musgraves did anything. So to start with, she did two things. What? And people have a few thoughts on it. I have a few thoughts on it. The first one was she liked a tweet from Kid Rock that was really, really gross. I think he said something along the lines of Taylor would lick any knob to get an acting part in Hollywood or something and that's why she's a democrat now like something really sexist and gross and Casey liked that tweet which is weird because she didn't follow him I don't think and she said after people noticed this and called her out sorry I've been recording all day I I was hacked oh but who would hack just to like one single tweet yeah was there like nothing else Done. No, and nothing was tweeted, and I could honestly believe it if she had said, I guess I just saw that trending on Twitter, and I accidentally hit the little heart button whenever I was scrolling, because that happens. Mm-hmm. I accidentally like tweets all the time. I mm-hmm. actually accidentally retweeted a Trump tweet like a few days ago, and I lost <laughs> a few followers for it before oh I could realize god. it, and I was like, oh my god, I didn't even mean to retweet this. Yeah. So, I mean, that does happen and I totally would have believed her if she said it was an accident yeah no she went with the hacking thing which makes it so sketchy because no no one would hack Casey Musgraves and not do a singular thing not like breach her data not get information from other celebrities not tweet any links to get people's data not try to sell things ads you know just to like Kid Rock's tweet you know like out of all things to do is this before or after she won all those Grammys for her album Golden Hour So these tweets from Kid Rock were from August of last year. So this was around the time when Taylor was promoting Lover. So I guess that's why Taylor was on Kid Rock's mind. So this is around Casey Musgraves, like, peak success. Because aren't the Grammys, like, beginning of the year? Yeah, they definitely are. She was definitely very successful, and she still is successful, you Mm -hmm. know? Okay, I want to hear the second thing she did. The second one, she liked Yale's post. (gasps) Yale bronze post no so we're obviously not going to take the time to dig all of that up and (laughs) read that entire Instagram post from Yale Braun which is Scooter Braun's wife but if you want to know more about that you can listen to our seventh episode on Scott Borchetta 
Scooter Braun and Taylor's Masters. It mm-hmm. goes into that, but basically it's calling Taylor a fake feminist. It's a whole post taking her down, and Damn. apparently Casey Musgrave liked it. Oh my god. I don't know why she thinks she can just casually like things and people wouldn't notice you know i just this makes it so sketchy to me because i like her i'm a fan of her i really like her music oh i love casey musgraves and also taylor kind of paved the way for that mid-country to pop that blend yeah for it to be a thing and that's casey's whole thing you know i just I don't yeah get it. i would call casey musgraves a mix between like a miranda lambert and a young taylor swift honestly yeah so here's where the tay voodoo comes in okay And this is where I'm kind of like, paper magazine writer. This is, I don't know how I feel about it. So she's doing well successfully, but she is going through a divorce and she's separating from her husband. I feel like that's a pretty low blow because I'm sure that was a mutual thing. I'm sure they decided that together. But is it Te Voodoo, you know? Because yeah. personal lives are affected as well. Speaking of personal lives, I want to talk about some names that I think Te Voodoo has impacted other than the ones this article talked about. Let's start with Carly Kloss. Oh. So professionally, she's doing fine. She's hosting Project Runway now. Like, she's essentially the new Heidi Klum. But, you know, she married into the Kushner family and is now forever connected with the Trump administration, whether she likes it or not. Mm -hmm. So make of that what you will. Whatever your politics are, it is a difficult thing to be tied with a very controversial administration like that. And that's forever going to be tied to her. Like, that is her family now. And... You sent me this video the other day. One of the Project Runway contestants, basically when his outfit wasn't doing so well, um, because it was supposed to be an outfit that Carly would wear, and he goes, oh, would you wear it to dinner with the Kushners? And her face went so... She was so angry. Oh my God, it was cold. And then she like basically attacked his whole outfit after that. And he said, wait, but aren't you like married to him? Yeah, that was shady of him and that was shady of her. But I think that totally proves like she probably doesn't love that she is now forever going to be tied with the Kushner family. Those are her in-laws. Especially living in places where I'm assuming she still lives, like New York City or LA. That's definitely not going to fly that easily. No. Uh, last example of Te Voodoo, before I get into some positive ones, Demi Lovato. Oh. So we mentioned her in one of our previous episodes, the Scooter one. And just like Carly, she seems to be doing okay, but let's talk about how on the same day of her engagement (laughs) announcement, Taylor dropped Folklore. Yeah. And Taylor just really lives rent-free in Demi's head. You know, like, I feel like the only way Te Voodoo affects Demi is just how she's constantly pressed with everything that taylor does Mm -hmm. you know yeah no she definitely likes to insert her opinion on taylor swift taylor lives rent free in her mind demi has had an axe to grind with taylor so now let's talk about some positive examples of tay voodoo okay so the article uses katie perry as an example because she and taylor have made up katie sent taylor a literal olive branch at the start of Reputations Tour, if y'all remember that. And Katie even appeared in the You Need to Calm Down music video. She's happily married to Orlando Bloom. She has a baby on the way. She's got her new album called Smile coming out later this month. She's doing all right, you know? Yeah. Positive Tay Voodoo. Yes. I want to coin that since <laughs> not a lot of people talk about it in the positive way. Yeah, no, it's only negative. <laughs> So another example from the article is Tom Hiddleston. You know, they used to date, but things seemed to end 
amicably. Yeah. And as the writer put it, he's doing just fine. And in Getaway Car, Taylor takes the blame for the downfall of that relationship. So he really didn't do anything to her. Yeah. And he ended up okay. You know, he's cool. He's a stand-up guy. (laughs) Yeah. It also mentions other friends like Selena and Shawn Mendes. But I thought of a few more. Gigi Hadid has always had Taylor's back. Oh, yeah. And she's doing great now. Her career is awesome. She's about to have a baby with Zayn. Things are I love Gigi. Well for her. She just redecorated her house. It was fun to look at the pictures. Uh-huh. Um, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, they're oh. doing just fine. Just fine. The most beautiful family to ever exist. Yes. Martha Hunt, Kara Delevingne, Emma Stone. A lot of people who have been friendly to Taylor, they're doing just fine. So, uh, what do you think? Is Tay Voodoo real, Allie? If even just accidentally liking a tweet that Kid Rock posted, did that create a divorce? What happened? I honestly think that Taylor just has such a big following. I think that it probably isn't intentional on Taylor's part. So I think it's almost because of that following, it just happens naturally. Like people are so loyal to Taylor that they're not going to support you. Yeah, they're going to find a way to make it true, you know, that anytime yeah. someone does something bad to Taylor, something bad happens to them. Yeah. If you're in that industry, like whether it's film or acting or like literally music, I think that if you're entering that industry, be friends with Taylor Swift. Think about Billie Eilish. Her and Taylor are great friends. They're very, like, supportive of each other, at least it seems. That's another great example. Yeah, like, in award shows, like, Billie Eilish is always seen supporting Taylor. Taylor's always seen supporting Billie. Billie, top of her game. Killing records herself. So, mm-hmm. I, I do think it's just a matter of Taylor's following, and you really don't want to piss that big of a group of people off. And I do want to defend the stance a little bit. Okay. I don't condemn bullying. I don't condemn them attacking journalists, music reviewers. I think that's disgusting. These people are just doing their jobs. Obviously, there are some shady ones who are going to bring up other things that aren't relevant and be gross or sexist and all that. Like, that's not okay. Not talking about those people. Just talking about people doing their jobs, you know? Mm -hmm. So back to kind of defending them. Taylor stands have been through a lot. That is true. It was really hard to be a taylor swift fan in 2016 yeah that was our nom (laughs) (laughs) no one believed taylor and not only was taylor ridiculed and came after but her fans were too anyone Mm -hmm. who tried to defend her basically i think currently even in 2019 2020 it's still hard to be a taylor fan people will still come after you like Oh, you're so cliche. You like Taylor Swift. Actually, no. It's not cliche to like Taylor Swift because right now, over the past few years, everyone's been hating on her for being so popular. After Folklore came out, I would just like to say it seems like it's a whole lot better to be a Taylor fan right now because Folklore just came out and it's full of bangers. So, yeah, I just I would just like to point that out. So to wrap up, Ali, can you say now that you understand what Tay Voodoo is? Do you, do you get it now? Did I do a good job? I think I do fully get it. I am proud to say. Can you 
Use it in a sentence or give us an example. Te voodoo, if I had to put it in my own words, is when someone wrongs Taylor Swift and then they suddenly and with no other explanation face professional or personal failure <laughs> because they are facing karma for coming after Taylor and doing her wrong. Allie wins! <laughs> I explained things well. We're both winners here. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of Good for a Weekend. We hope we didn't give y'all nightmares. <laughs> um, again, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, let us know. And we would also really appreciate it if you gave us a review below. We really appreciate everyone who has done it. And we do take the time to read them all. Oh, yes. So please do it if you haven't already. And we also want to encourage you, if you would like... To follow us on Instagram or Twitter, we are at GFA Weekend. We also have a Reddit page where we would love to talk about all your theories on Tay Voodoo because obviously this is something that is very obscure. But yeah, our Reddit is r slash good for a weekend. We also have a Tumblr page, which is good for a weekend. And I think I'm probably missing one. Maybe our Facebook page, good for a weekend, but you get it at this point. Yeah, y'all can find it if you want to. Can't be that hard. (laughs) We're out there. We'll follow you back. So thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all next week. 